8 to 10 p.m. The Viewpoint with Ashraf Garda. The Viewpoint with Ashraf Garda. Tell you what, that uh, that discussion around uh, what uh, what Ahmad Timol symbolises and all the, the seventy plus other people who died in police custody is such an important discussion that uh, that we've just had with uh, with MTS Kanji. We'll have a podcast up of that uh, tomorrow morning, as we're always around nine o'clock. And uh, uh, picking up from the discussion we had yesterday with Mark Hayward, uh, that podcast is on the website, and you'll find in my Twitter timeline, and the same with Willie Tlabi as well. You'll pick up all of those discussions, um, certainly on my timeline. Go to safm.co.za. Okay, let's move on to other things now. So the big picture tonight is into what's the story around hashtag take back the tax. Yusuf Abramji with us. He does, he does many things, of course, you know. That is a social cohesion advocate. Um, in this case, particularly, he's uh, a what spokesperson for hashtag take back the tax. So, Yusuf, appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. Good evening to you, Ashraf. Good evening. Thank you. Let, let's get some context. Take back the tax. What, what, does it, what does it mean? What does it stand for? Well, the Take Back the Tax uh, initiative was launched by the Tobacco Institute of Southern Africa a few months ago simply because uh, of the widespread illicit trade within the tobacco industry. We know, as a matter of fact, um, and we don't need the Ipsos survey to tell us that, that cigarettes are being sold for between 5 rand and 10 rand at uh, many stores across South Africa. In fact, uh, some 100 stores, according to the survey, were identified where these cigarettes are on sale, which means that these people are clearly not paying excise duties. They are evading tax. The minimum should be about 17 rand, 45 or so, for a pack of 20 cigarettes, which means that billions of rand is being lost to our fiscus because of tax evasion. So the Institute uh, decided to launch this campaign to create awareness, but more importantly, to get law enforcement agencies to get staff to act against the illicit trade. And I think the report by the judge, uh, the South Inquiry, uh, yesterday released it and made available to President uh, Ramaphosa, mm, mm. uh, has vindicated this campaign completely because the judge has been in agreement and his findings are very, very clear. That Tom Moyani closed down the unit investigating, uh, for example, the, the, the uh, illicit tobacco trade for whatever reason he has to explain. And no wonder there has been no confiscation, no wonder there has been no clampdown, and no wonder that billions of rent is being lost uh, because... Uh, of the tax evasion. These people are, the manufacturers, distributors are guilty of daylight robbery uh, and these critics uh, who have been uh, complaining about the tax tech, tech, tech campaign must now apologize and eat up their words because they've misled the public mm-hmm. and they're trying to, uh, they, they're trying to defend uh, something which is completely illegal. So let's understand this. I mean, and yes, clearly I'm not a smoker, so you can see I'm rather naive about the 15 or 17 rand a, a no, box no, of no, cigarettes. No, 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 am I. There you are, right? But let's understand this. I mean, normally, uh, why would that? I mean, normally when people don't pay tax, it's a case of don't pay tax on income, right? I, I, let, let's understand the fundamentals here. There's a, they are people are selling cigarettes for like 10 rands when they they should be selling it at 17. Clearly, they still need to make a profit. How, how are they able to do that? I mean, where 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 does where's the legal and illegal trade around that before we even get to a situation of taxes? Well, clearly, clearly we are talking of tax evasion. So let me give you a few tricks used by these people. A particular brand called RJ is available on the market, openly being sold for between 5 and 10 rand. 
Now, the distributors of this particular brand say their product is being counterfeit. We dismiss that as a, a smokescreen. Uh, for them to sell a packet of 20 cigarettes for between 5 and 10 rand, and yet the minimum taxes due is about 17 rand some odd, which tells you that the taxes are being uh, 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 avoided. They are not paying their taxes. Uh, just today, for example, I heard another brand on the market also trying to market their products for between anything for between 5 and 7 rand. So they are not paying their taxes to the revenue service, and that is why we are having uh, a, a mention of billions of billions of rands being lost. The, the second thing is these people who are not paying their taxes are using various mechanisms uh, to try to make sure that they don't pay their taxes. Let me give you a simple example. Uh, for example, uh, manufacturer A uh, sells his products, uh, and you go as a spaza shop owner, as a wholesaler, you, for example, buy 20 cartons of cigarettes. Uh, they give you a legal invoice. You pay the full amount in excess of 17 rand 50, for example. Um, they give you the vet invoice. You load up those cartons in your uh, truck and you go in and you take it to your store. You then return with an empty load and you load up another mm. 10 cartons on the same invoice. You can do hundreds of trips like those and that is exactly how they are not paying their taxes. Now, some years ago, uh, before the time of uh, Moyani, SARS had uh, inspectors at uh, most of these distributors and officials, uh, and as the judge found uh, on page 15 of his interim report, and I quote, measures to counter criminality have been rendered ineffective, and those who trade illicitly in commodities like tobacco operate with little constraint, unquote. So the judge says, and he says very clearly that Tom Moyani was the person responsible for closing these units, no wonder we have this criminality. And it goes on further by saying, and I quote, it can be inferred from anal anal um, uh, analytical evidence. We mm. have heard that there is at present a material and ongoing loss of revenue from tobacco-related taxes for the want of investigation and vastly diminished regulation of the illicit economy. So clearly, 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 uh, the government is losing billions of rand because their own institution, SARS, has decided that uh, they don't want the billions of rands. No wonder our service delivery is so appalling. Mm, no wonder mm. government says they've got no money to fill up potholes. They've got no money to pay the SABC employees, and I hope you get paid at the end of the month, Ashraf. But no it's the reality. <laughs> the, the economy needs the money. The country needs the money. And these people uh, responsible for criminality are getting away with it and filling up their pockets with their luxury lifestyles. So, first of all, I want to just encourage if you're listening in and you want to join in on the conversation and lead this conversation to where the issue of take back the tax uh, started or where is it going, you are, well, at liberty to do just that. The show is called The Viewpoints. I'd like to get your viewpoint to call. Call in 0891104207. Do save that number, 0891104207. And uh, first-time callers, regulars, all welcome. Original thoughts are encouraged. Uh, but you can also tweet, hashtag SFM Viewpoint. You can tag me, Ashraf Garda, tag SFM Radio, tag just Abramji, as in Yusuf Abramji's Twitter handle, and he'll he'll certainly pick it up. And, and, and the cigarettes we're talking about, Yusuf, are, are they... Are they brands that we're familiar with or, you know, when, when one thinks about contra brands, sort of unknown, no-name brand uh, cigarettes are we referring to here? No, these brands are, I wouldn't say they're familiar with. So your, your big brands, for example, your, your major international brands are still available and those, uh, we, we very seldom get reports of them being counterfeit, that they still uh, go for the normal prices and they pay their taxes. Uh, and, and that is uh, the, the big argument and that's a big debate. Um, 
for example, one particular manufacturer in Johannesburg, we are told, according to the IPSA survey, according to the National Tobacco Market Survey conducted earlier this year, they account for about 75% uh, of the so-called cheaper trade or the illicit trade uh, in, factory, in, in factories uh, which, where, where they manufacture these items. Now, we know some of these products are smuggled in from neighboring countries. We know some of them are manufactured locally. We know some of them export to neighboring countries. The reality is SARS know exactly where these products are. They know who the distributors are. They know who the manufacturers are. But having said that uh, SARS has not acted, I think there is a bit of uh, uh, light at the end of the tunnel because Mark Keenan, the acting commissioner of uh, the South African Revenue Service, who testified, by the way, the uh, SARS inquiry yesterday, um, is a man with some integrity, I believe, and uh, he's already met uh, representatives from TISA, and he's promised that they are going to clamp down. But I think when 17,400 citizens, ordinary citizens, sign a submission or a petition via the website www.takebackthetext.org and appealing to government, appealing to law enforcement to act, it means we've got a serious problem. Why must we beg government to implement the law? Why must we beg our government to take the money which our country uh, is losing? That should become a matter of routine. Uh, and that is why I, I hope and I, I think uh, that... Uh, we, 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 we need to see real action, not only by SARS, but the South African Police mm. Service. Uh, and this problem is not only uh, 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 rampant in South Africa. We know it's a global problem. Uh, illicit trades operate all across the world. In fact, uh, I'm traveling to the Crime Stoppers International Conference in The Hague uh, over the next two weeks. And okay. it's one of the matters on the agenda. And I think we need to fight this scourge. And that is why um, when this campaign, Take Back the Text, was launched uh, a few months ago, I voluntarily uh, supported it. Um, and yet some people have been trying to suggest that uh, this uh, particular campaign has been driven by certain sections of the industry. Uh, mm-hmm. The reality is no one can condone it. And even an association who claims to be fighting crime for them to say that, uh, you know what, uh, let's turn a blind eye to the illicit trade. Uh, I think uh, we can be clearly saying is promoting lawlessness, which okay. cannot be tolerated. Yusuf uh, Isvabramji with us. We're talking about uh, take back the tax or hashtag take back the tax. What does that really mean? Uh, at, the, at the core are, are two things, the issue of cigarettes uh, and the illicit trade of, of cigarettes or the tobacco industry, maybe more of a general nature, and the issue of, of taxes and, and, and tax evasion as a result of that. What does all that mean? I, I understand, Yusuf, you... I know the president has already given an ultimatum to do to uh, Moyani from from SARS saying like give us a week before to explain why we shouldn't fire you. But you yourself have actually come out today, and I, I watched you earlier this morning, uh, this afternoon rather, calling for for him to be axed uh, and linking that, of course, to to the issue of take back the tax. Explain that. Well, that's my personal view. It's not uh, necessarily the view of uh, the Tobacco Institute of South Africa or take back the tax. Clearly, when a judge and an inquiry finds the interim report not only on the issue of the illegal cigarette trade, on administrative issues, on governance issues, that Tom Moyani has failed. Um, he was given an opportunity to come to the commission. He turned down the opportunity. I think the president uh, must waste no time in making sure that he fires this man. We saw reports, uh, for example, e-filing is on the verge of collapsing. We saw on SABC television this morning, one of senior manager responsible for IT who made a complete fool of herself mm, uh, mm, on, mm. on television uh, with Sakina this morning asking to be protected uh, the e-filing issue uh, yeah. which means that uh, the, the problems within SARS are very very deep and very very rampant we know for example the Sunday Times rogue unit reports were found to be completely false 
so the politics within this organization is deep-seated, deep-rooted. We need a total cleanup. And I think uh, the time has now come. Uh, and that is why the quicker that uh, President Ramaphosa moves to fire Moyani, the better it will okay. be. Well, he's entitled to his uh, response and he's entitled to have his say, but he opted not to go to the commission. But I think the more time being wasted in not acting and getting rid of it and rebuilding this institution, the more um, problems we're going to have in taxpayers, ordinary taxpayers, losing their faith, losing their morale within uh, SARS, uh, and that is going to lead to massive, yeah. massive losses already. So, the, so, the, SARS, the, the SARS figures are showing a decline in, in, in revenue. All right, two points I want to pick up. One is, uh, in over the last few weeks, I mean, there's been a petition going around, um, and I understand what, uh, well, how many signatures of people, and what are they actually signing for? Well, we have about 17,000 people. All they are calling for is law enforcement agencies to act. They're calling on them to clamp down on the illicit trade, uh, and we're calling on government. We don't want new laws. Uh, I think the laws are in place. All we want government to do is to implement the law. So the 17,400 people who have already signed their submission, their names, and their details are calling for government to act. That's all we are asking for, plain and simple. We want to say take back the tax, recoup the billions of rand that have been lost, and, and pump it back into the basic services which people require. Government is short of money, um, and yet they are just throwing this money down the drain because the people who are uh, selling these cigarettes, the illegal cigarettes, are filling their pockets with the ill-gotten gain that should be going to the people of South Africa. Simple as that. Yeah. And the, 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 the 17,000, what sort of... Um impetus or momentum has that created? Because, I mean, ultimately, that petition is, is putting pressure on who? I mean, who, who are you addressing it to? Who are you talking to? And what do you actually want to happen here? Well, we're still collecting the signatures. Uh, we're going to various parts of South Africa. We have the support of a number of organizations, including a union um, involved with the, the Food and Allied Workers Union, who are very concerned about possible job losses within the tobacco industry because of the illicit trade. They've thrown their weight behind it. Um, and for organizations or institutions to suggest that the answer is not take back the tax, but really to increase excise and custom duties is not the solution. Why does it make sense? Uh, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure it out. If you increase custom duties and excise duties far, far above the normal increases, uh, and yet you can't do the basics of collecting it, why even increase it? The main focus should be is collecting and making sure that these taxes that are being dodged is, is being paid. And I mean, when, when I look at this um, Ipsos survey, mm, uh, and I look mm. at the extent of the, of the problem throughout South Africa, I mean, 100,000 stores, uh, shops, uh, were found where these illegal cigarettes are being stopped. Uh, one particular manufacturer accounts for about 75.1%. There were officials of SARS at these distributors. Moyani pulled them back. He closed the unit. He's got a lot of explanation to do, and let's confront the brutal facts, Asherah, we know that certain politicians and their family members have been involved with the illegal cigarette trade. No wonder we are sitting with this problem. And I think a lot of these people have answering to do, including Boyan. Okay, you've, you've opened that up. I'm going to ask you about that in a moment. Yusuf Abramji with us uh, in this case. I mean, he's a social cohesion advocate, but in this case, speaking as a representative, a spokesperson for hashtag take back the tax. The show is called The Viewpoint. What's yours? Mama Albertina Sulu gave her nation its colors, its joy, its moral ground, and its pride. Mama Albertina Sisulu would be celebrating her 100th birthday on Sunday the 21st of October. 
And until this day, as South African people, we remember her for her wisdom and the many ways she touched lives and served the nation. May your memory live on. And may we never lose sight of the fact that the struggle for a new South Africa continues. Join SFM Lifetime Live with Griselda Tutumashe on Thursday, the 18th of October for a special broadcast titled Birthday Lunch at Masisulu's Home. SFM, leading the conversation. Hashtag Masisulu 100. At SFM Radio and at Ashraf Gada on Twitter. And that should be a broadcast you do not want to miss. It happens uh, It happens tomorrow. Uh, let's get called. Yusuf Abramji with us talking about hashtag take back the tax, all about the illicit trade in the tobacco industry and the issues of losses of massive amounts of income with regard to taxes that go amiss because of that. Sitole from Pongola, welcome to the show. Hello. Hello, Sitole here. Yeah, you're on the air. Go ahead. What's what's your viewpoint? Uh, thank you, Asra. I, actually, I want to weigh... Uh, 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 on on the illicit cigarette uh, trade here. I'm in Pongola here, rural Pongola. Okay. You see, there's this RG cigarette here. Almost every shop owned by these uh, people from, oh, you know, of, of Indian origin, right. like the Pakistanis. So for, foreign they nationals in this case. Cigarettes. Yeah. Right. These RG cigarettes, and uh, I don't believe they do pay tax. All, almost all of them, you know, in the rural areas here, they do have these cigarettes here. Okay, got that. So these are these are foreign nationals. Thanks for that uh, call. Yusuf, uh, respond to that. I mean, can can we can we say that generally it's as a result of certain groups of people who are bringing in these cigarettes from wherever? Well, I think you know the the, the extent of this particular problem again shown by the caller from Bogola shows how widespread this problem is. This particular brand, RHS, for example, are being sold for between five and seven rand. No wonder they have flooded the market. No wonder you find it in rural Pongola, right in every corner of South Africa. It again shows how massive this problem is. Now, somebody asked me the question earlier, is the solution, Ashraf, not for SARS and the police to go and raid every one of the Faza shops? I don't think that should be the focus. The focus should be on the manufacturers and the distributors. If we start with the big fish, we trim down on them. Mm. That is why we're appealing to SARS, we need to see action. I mean, there you have it very, very loud and clear. Broad daylight, daylight robbery. These people are selling these cheap cigarettes, uh, which I'm told some of them might even have severe health risks, to people for five and seven rand, and they are getting away with it. It's totally Okay, but you're suggesting the One stores are. You're suggesting the stores are at, at, at the lower end of the food chain. There, there are bigger issues up no, front. I mean, the little father shop, he buys uh, a few cartons, he sells it. Uh, the main target and the focus should be on the people who are getting away okay. with billions of rand manufacturing it and selling it and distributing right. it. Right, you, you, you mentioned there are people in high places. Uh, you, you want to tell us who they are? Well, there's no doubt. It's no secret. Look at some of the re- readings. Uh, the name of President, uh, former President Jacob Zuma's nephew has come up uh, before. We know that uh, the relationship between Tom Moyani and the president himself, I'm not insinuating that Tom Moyani is involved, but he does raise questions about why he closed this particular unit and why he decided to disband all the investigations into this particular contraband market. Uh, we know, for example, certain other politicians' names have come uh, forward before, some of them allegedly receiving money from uh, people within the tobacco manufacturers' uh, industry. Uh, they know who they are, and I think uh, they must come clean because um, 
it does raise serious questions, and that is why my appeal again to Mark Keenan this evening as the acting commissioner, it's time that you show your true colours, that you are serious about clamping down. We just don't need the odd raid here and there. We need a total clampdown on the illicit trade, and that is what take back, take back the text is calling for. Are you, are you getting pushed back? To and I'm just thinking of the example of you know hashtag Zuma must fall for example or even hashtag fees must fall. There was a pushback from others who have a very completely different view to to the majority who signed up for that. Right? Are you getting pushback from hashtag take back the tax? Are you getting tobacco no, owners? The, the, yeah. the, the overall support Ashraf is overwhelming, and like any campaign or any initiative in South Africa, be it good or be it bad, you'll find the critics who just keep on pointing fingers. You find people who want to protect the criminals. You are finding people within the industry uh, and within the, the illicit trade who are using their friends and some of their contacts uh, to uh, try to discredit, take back the tax. And we know why, because uh, we are taking money out of their pockets. Um, these people will not be fooled. They are trying to lobby certain sections of the media. Certain sections of the media are falling for the trick and asking silly questions, not realizing... Like, like what? That, 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 for example, saying, you know, why is there no data about the IPSOS survey? They're questioning the IPSOS survey. Um, and, and that is not the answer. Um, you, we, 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 we don't want to uh, really get into the nitty-gritty of uh, who these people are. They know who they are. They are driving certain agendas. And perhaps uh, the question needs to be asked. Do, do, they have an interest in, do they have an interest within the illegal cigarette trade? Or, as some people suggested yesterday, uh, uh, brown envelope journalism seems to be becoming rife in South Africa, so I think one needs to question uh, because very often, even when we uh, when they wrote stories about some of these uh, uh, about some of these uh, uh, take back the text campaigns, we wanted the right to reply. They didn't even reply. They keep on tweeting the same old story over and over again without giving a right to reply. But we will not be we will not be so, so you're suggesting people are being bought out. Okay, people and we're going to fight. But for but, but you said it's very topical in the light of the of the Sunday Times retraction and uh, returning their prizes. Are you suggesting people are people in the media space are being bought out to push a certain no, agenda? I'm, I'm not saying that. I have no evidence to prove that. All I'm saying is that. The media needs to be fair, they need to be uh, independent, uh, but when they only push a certain agenda, and pushing an agenda of the illegal trade is uh, totally unethical, it's completely immoral, because for any media organization, you can't be promoting lawlessness. That okay. is the wrong thing to let's do. Get a, let's get another call, the last call I can probably take now. V- uh, Victor, go ahead, hello. But doesn't matter. Victor, you're on the air, hello. You don't want me to talk. No, Victor, you're on the air, please talk, go ahead. Oh, hello. Yes, you, yes, you're on the air. I want to hear you. I want to hear you oh, a few points. Oh, Victor from Mankwe here. Yeah, Victor? Yeah, I've got a problem. Is he on a uh, payroll working for a Rembrandt? Because now there's a competition. Probably look, not all those people making those cigarettes don't take text. But I can see he's very one-sided here. It's Moyana and Zuma and all this. The cigarettes... Okay, wait, wait Victor, let, let's get clarity. Victor, now, Victor, Victor. Victor, Victor, your line's not very clear. I want you to repeat yourself. No, but Victor, just, just, you, you, what did you say? Payroll. Just repeat what you're saying. Look, uh, competition is already taking place. Where, what I'm, why I'm saying is this: uh, is working for Rembrandt Group. Is who is, is who working? Okay, but Victor, let's get clarity. Who's working for the Rembrandt Group? Who are you but saying? I'm talking just now. 
Yusuf Abramji. Your guest, your guest. Okay, yeah. so you okay? Hold on one second, Yusuf. Are you working for the Rembrandt Group? I'm not working for the Rembrandt Group. I'm not working for any cigarette company. I've got a mandate to be spokesperson for the Tobacco Institute of Southern Africa, and they are the ones that are running the take back the tax campaign. And that is why people that make these allegations to say that you've been paid by company X, Y. I just uh, really, again, defending the illicit uh, tobacco trade, and we know why. Okay, Victor? Yeah, you... Go ahead, Victor. Oh, yeah. Anyway, thank you. Is that, is that all you want to say, Victor? All right, Victor, Victor's, uh, Victor's gone there. Uh, um, yeah. We're going to wrap up in a couple of minutes. Let's just touch on that very clearly. Are you getting insinuations that, that you, you represent a, a group of, of what? Tobacco owners that that, uh, that that are seeing uh, losses of of, of turf and, and therefore you're representing their interests. Well, you know, like I said earlier, with any campaign, people will come with malicious uh, uh, allegations. They'll uh, make stories. Uh, the reality is, uh, I'm the spokesperson for the take back the tax campaign, and yes, I'm getting paid. Uh, there's no secret about it. I confirmed it uh, when the Mail and Guardian some weeks ago asked the question, "Are you being paid for your tweets?" Of course, I've been paid. Um, for my tweets, and mm-hmm. that is my business. I'm a communicator. Uh, I'm not a working journalist, uh, and I- I'm doing my job. I'm feeling very passionate about this campaign. Long before I was even offered the job of spokesperson, I tweeted, I supported this campaign uh, as an anti-crime activist because fighting crime is very close, as you well know, to my heart. And this campaign is exactly about fighting crime and reclaiming the money that is owed to, to, to our economy. Uh, and I hope that uh, President Ramaphosa will act. I hope the, minister, the new Minister of Finance will act. And I hope that SARS will act. And I hope that the police will get their act together and really work to bring down this industry. Because how do we sit back and watch the lawlessness continue? We cannot usher up. Mm. So I think let's not be sidetracked. And let's not be sidetracked by side issues. The real issue here is the illegal trade. It's a massive, it's widespread we have to reclaim the money. We have to bring, make sure that this illegal trade All right. comes we, we would We would hopefully like to get some others uh, at a later stage and give us their side of the story. But, but, but to, to, to end it with, where do you think this is going to end? I mean, so there's pressure from people like yourself. There's, there's even greater support in the light of the problems that are going on at SARS right now, which actually gives you the momentum to push even further. But, but ultimately, where do you think this is going to end? Well, I don't think it's going to be uh, an overnight end to it. We need to see action. We need to see action over a sustained period of time. Uh, this campaign is going to continue. It's here to stay. Uh, we're keeping it alive, and we will keep on creating awareness. We'll keep on lobbying government to act, uh, whether people like it or not, and whether we're getting, going to get pressure from the illegal cigarette trade while making billions of rent out of it is irrespective. We will stay focused on the mission and the task at hand, and that is to restore law and order, and we want our law enforcement agencies and our government to do the right thing and to act and to act vigorously and we need to see action, we need to see arrest, we need to see confiscation, and we need to make sure that the money go, go, goes back into our economy. Okay, in the meantime, tweet, tweet the link to the, to the website for sign-ups, but also if you can direct people, if, they, if they're keen on that, where can they go? Follow at uh, Take Back the Text on Twitter or on Facebook. You can also add your name by going to the website www.takebackthetext.org. You just fill in your name, an email address, or a phone number, and you'll become an active citizen by adding your voice and appealing to government to act on this. Very okay. proactive campaign indeed. And that's where we're going to leave it. Yusuf Abramji certainly an active citizen. Uh, in this case, a spokesperson for uh, the, can- the campaign. Hashtag take back the tax. So follow his links, and he'll tweet just now. Hashtag SFM Viewpoint, and you can pick it up uh, from there as well.